episode 140 pub sports talk and it's the op the original pub cruise here man and this it, it feels right guys it just this is what we've been missing man hey as always doctor not a doctor rock collector pokemon master tim farner then this man will run miles and miles up on you spread the good word and keep running miles preacher man Fitzsimmons. In our prayers, our candlelight visuals have been answered. The notorious R.E.D. is back in the pub. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Devin Slate. <laughs> the king has returned. Let's go, baby. Now, I, I got to kill the vibes here. I, I've got to put them down a little bit because this sports story, it's not even a sports fact. This sports story is absolutely in Same. New Mexico State basketball. I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but this is this is mind-blowing. This rivals Aaron Hernandez S storyline. Like it's crazy. So back in November, you know, Mike Peak, he's a junior on New Mexico State. He's part of the Aggies basketball, and he is a tragedy happens. Basically, they're playing New Mexico. He gets laurel out by a girl texting him. Uh turns out it was a setup. Mike Peak defends himself, shoots this 19-year-old kid, kills him. Okay, sad, sad story. But Mike Peak defends himself. The coaches help cover this thing up. Basketball associates start, you know, they they try to get everybody on the bus. They try to hide the gun, like a lot of things. Not cooperating, police. A lot of sketchy things going on right now. Um, well, anyways, they rule self defense. No charges happen. We continue playing the season. Well, this is past week. Hazing allegations that came out against New Mexico State. Uh, basically, a, a player, a younger player, comes out and doesn't want to press criminal charges, but he does. Uh, Want it on record that he's been hazed, he's been kidnapped. You know, maybe there's some sexual things there. There's no real like, no, nothing's came out yet. Nothing's came out yet for this. The whole story. Uh, coaches go on ad, uh, administrative leave with pay, and then all of a sudden today, Coach Hare gets fired. He's in his first year as New Mexico head state coach. Uh, and remember, this team, rewind the clock eleven months ago, they had just made a first-round upset in the March Madness brackets. They had won the conference. They were rolling. These, this team was hot. They were a team to watch out for. They're, they might make a run here. Now their season is canceled officially, thanks to the board directors. This is this is, this story is like a 30 for 30 waiting to happen. It's a documentary waiting to happen. This is crazy. Uh, what's your takes? Like, even if, I mean, that's the only option for the coach to leave, but let's, like, did they get the uh, – what, what did MSU or SMU get the – They got like the, the death, death penalty from NCAA, yeah. Is that, is that what's happened? Is the, is the hammer swung or was this um, – This is the board this, of – this is like the chancellor okay. and the board of New so, Okay, they, so they did the themselves. Yeah. Okay. Man. Oh, my gosh. I told you. I don't know. Vibes down, yeah. I don't even know how to – what do you what do you do? I, I, yeah, I think you do exactly what New Mexico State did, and that's we've got to shut this down and like clean house. Like you got to clean everything at this point. I mean, do you think NCAA is going to step in, or do you think they're going to just be like, hey, they they handled it themselves? Or I mean, I this team represented part of the NCAA in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, they can look at it like that, I guess. I don't see how they, I don't see how the NCAA can't step in 
and and kind of add on to this. It's just what would you what, what what do they do though? Do you shut the program down for instead of just a year for five years? Do you take away scholarships? Like what do you? What I don't do you know. Use? What's the what's the death penalty for a basketball like program? We've we've seen it for football, right? Yeah, five years with SMU. Yeah, and wasn't there some with Penn State too? They talked about, it, but they didn't. They just revoked uh, postseason eligibility for four years. I mean, that's a start. I mean, I, if they were going to step in, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's just what a wild story. I, I guess I've been living under a rock because I, I, I had no idea this was happening. Devin, so, yeah, go ahead. Did the uh, kid got shot? He, he died. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen year old. Well, just looking at uh, this. Coach here, guy. He definitely looks like a cover-up guy. <laughs> he looks like yeah. a cheap version of Calipari, like the yeah. Italian mob version. Yeah, more Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. If you go cheap version of Calipari, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good description. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, it's, it sucks for everybody involved that. Especially the guy that was getting hazed, right? Yeah, and, and I'm not sure if it's just one guy or two. Like, it, it just one guy spoke out, and he didn't want to press criminal charges. He just wanted it to kind of go on record, which is that's fucking wild too. Balls on that guy, though. Yeah, for real. Damn. Which I feel like hazing in this world, you don't hear about it a lot. And I feel like you can't, like, you just can't do it. There's there's cameras, there's people everywhere. It's just like it's not like the eighties or nineties where like, oh, let's haze the rookie, let's haze the freshman. Like I, I don't you can't you can't do it in today's world, I don't think. I'm not saying it was right back then either, but honestly I'm surprised it went on for as long as it did with uh like these young guns and social media. Yeah, for real. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is pretty well. I got nothing, man. Gosh. It's just tough. I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, I took a trip out to New Mexico not that long ago, and it's just it's number one in crime rate. I mean, it is it is a it is a weird culture to be in. So I don't know if that has an effect in the school, but just doesn't seem doesn't seem good for those for those kids or that student body. Yeah, not good for the culture at all. Tim, you sound like you were gonna hop in there. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. Um, I can't remember what I was even gonna say, so it must not have been important. <laughs> so, so this guy, the Pete kid, hasn't been charged either. No, I don't. They're the 17 year old girl that like lured him out through text messages got charged. And like two other people who are unknown got charged. I, I haven't read up to say like what happened. It's probably bad hosting and like being a sports media guy, but like, yeah. No. This, is, oh. this seems like a story you can't really get on the front end of, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no saving face when, you know, all this has already come out to light. Exactly. Um, 
I remember what I was going to say, you know, Barker, kind of on, on your comment about the hazing, it baffles me that that's still a thing. Like, I look at, um, we kind of see it in hard knocks. I mean, that's the first example I, I think of, of, like, in training camp. They make the rookies, like like the Lions, they made the rookies, like, lip sync a song. Or, or, no, they were singing the song and dancing to it. Like, that's harmless. It's fun. It's not sexual assault yeah. or um, or like financial hazing. I really don't. I, there were some stories that came out about like, oh, the rookie pays for O-line dinner or something, and they're they're left with you know thirty five grand bill or whatever the heck it is. I don't agree with that, but the, like that's an example of what you could do. Like, why why does this hazing at a at a university level involve this for a sports program? It's kind of you start thinking about it, and you're like, "Wow, these guys are just effing idiots! Like they're just dumb. Like, well, how how is this happening?" Hmm. I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, it's wild. I, the coaches on uh, paid leave too. <laughs> what? Well, all right, he was, <laughs> and then they fired him yesterday. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But he, but he, but you're right. He was, and like all the staffs on paid leave, though. It's only the head coach that got fired so far. Jesus, it, I haven't found anything like reports of exactly what happened. I'm sure those won't come out till months later, if, if they come out, because you're dealing with 18, 19 year olds. Who knows? But crazy. Uh, any, any other thoughts for New Mexico State here? Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm reading this, so I'm like, yeah. Speaking as I go, but uh, apparently they're calling they called it self defense, or that's why he's not been charged yet. Yeah, with Mike Peak, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes I guess kind of sense why he would be not charged. Well, and I remember hearing about it in November and thinking, yeah, that's wild, that's a wild story. And then, like, fast forward 60 days, and it's like, oh, this story just got a lot fucking weirder. So, Fitz, you were saying New Mexico is pretty bad crimes? Well, Albuquerque itself. Uh, okay, uh, it's, yeah. it's the number one It's the number one crime rate. I only know that because my, my roommate's living down there now. Well, I heard I like a guy named Heisenberg. From, uh, yeah, I was going to say Breaking Bad. Read I was book. waiting for it. Yeah, Breaking Bad <laughs> as well. Yeah. But. Mr. White. Yeah, also, great Super Bowl commercial from Pop Corners. Don't want to spoil it, but – also, popcorners are delicious. So, oh, dude, uh, cheddar. oh, dude, white cheddar. The you get the you get the, the 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 residue on your fingers and just a little extra. When you think you're all out, you get a little bit more. You got five more right here. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get the vibes back up. Let's talk a little NFL here. Um, we're going to talk about a brand new coach. Philadelphia Eagles lose. Their boss man lose their DC, I should say, um, and the Colts gain a brand new head coach. Shane Stations gets the job; he gets the promotion. First year head coach coming from Philly led that defense to pretty damn good year. Now Wills fell off second half Super Bowl. We'll talk about that a little, little bit later on. But Eagles lose both OC and DC within the Super Bowl. Really lose three things. That's tough, but. Um, how do you guys feel about this hire? He's another first-year coach. He's on the younger side. He's a defensive-minded guy, unlike Frank Wright and some of these other hires that they've made in the past. Maybe this is the right move they make. What's your all thoughts? 
my first question is going to be who did he uh like mentor under is he like a belichick guy or is he like oh, a like, question uh i'll i'll look that up here real quick that's a great question i don't know who's coaching tree yeah who, who's his uh is he a disciple of right <laughs> Says hired as the defensive assistant to, for the Chargers in 2011. Mm-hmm. Who the hell so, is Rob Chizinski? He worked under Rob saying, Chizinski. Already, already not looking good. All right, he was part of the 2014 through 2020 Chargers. So like Philip Rivers and Keenan Allen. Says Ken Wisenhunt. Ken Wisenhunt. Yeah, that crew. Which. I, mean, that's I guess of, that's it. I mean, he's young. He's Wizard Hunt, yeah. yeah. They don't really have anybody. Yeah, because in 2011 was his first coaching job. Yeah. Interesting. I um, mean, it, yeah, it's really interesting for the Colts. Like, I mean, you're you're basically taking a chance on they think this guy's for real, even though he doesn't maybe have, like, a whole lot. They're just – they're kind of getting him while he's hot. And, hey – yeah, you just took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Granted, they had a lot of talent on that defense that they went and acquired. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, he still made them a you know a premier defense. So I guess I guess that's why you take your chance. Oh, and I, and I, don't, I, know, I don't know how I feel about that. I misspoke. He's the OC. He's an offensive coordinator. Ooh, so my, okay, that makes apologies. sense. Because I was like, I was looking, I was like, man, Ken Wisenhunt, he's offensive. Yeah, that's that's on me. I was thinking of Arizona's Jonathan Gannon. He's okay. Eagles DC, so that that's my fault. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he Herbert he helped train. You know, obviously with Jalen Hurts, he was with. So offensive mining guy, I take all that back. So does he get credit for designing the QB sneak that, like that formation that has just been unstoppable? No, that's that's God because he made an, <laughs> a quarterback squat eight hundred pounds. That's just all Jalen Hurts, baby. The real quad father. Yeah. Wild. Tim Slate, any, think, any more thoughts here? Uh, I mean, I think this kind of goes – well, you know, you always hear the draft speculation and what teams are going to do. I mean, I think they're definitely – they got to go quarterback, right? I mean, they have a higher pick and they have an offensive-minded quarterback and they have no real – Solidified yeah. quarterback. I mean, they're going to get. He's going to. He's going to have his picking almost, unless they trade up or someone tries to jump him with the Bears pick. So it makes and sense. I, yeah, and I saw talks that they were already. They're looking to trade up for possibly like Bryce Young, and maybe that's part of the discussion because they've just got. You know, it's like this guy had so much success with Hurts, so now he needs that Jalen Hurts for his offense. So maybe that's why the trade-up conversation has begun, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're uh, an offensive-minded new head coach and you almost have a fresh slate, I mean, I think this is a good spot for him. Um, I'm more interested to see how Sirianni kind of, you know, adapts to this because, like, you know, he this is his second year he made the Super Bowl, but he's had his, his team. He's had his guys. So let's see what happens next year when he's got to get new staff or staff have to change positions. You know, how does the team or really how does Sirianni kind of 
keep things under wraps. So I'm kind of curious about really the Eagles too, with them losing both. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, they, I think that's a good point, Tim. Like I think Eagles are going to feel this effect. I think a lot more than, than the Colts and this quarterback draft. I, I'm not very high on, I, I don't know about you guys. Yeah. You got CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, but to me, I don't know if they're ready to make that week one start. I, I honestly don't. Fitz had his eyes kind of bullshit out at me right there. I'm just not impressed with any. Caleb Williams, or is he? Is he in the draft? No, he's got one no. more year, right? He's yeah, got he's one more, more year. Okay, like, okay, it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Hendon okay. Hooker, but he's coming from ACL. Will Levis keeps getting shoved down our throats. University of Kentucky's quarterback. Yeah, he's terrible. Okay. Like I, I'm he's not been, sold. He's on been getting shafted lately. I'm just a big yeah, Caleb Williams guy, and I thought he was in it. So. I'm I'm pretty sure he's not. I don't. Yeah, I just not, looked yeah, it up. I think oh, okay. he's got one more. He yeah. came back. Yeah. Yeah. So wild, wild times, and and we'll talk about a, a veteran quarterback who maybe could make this team. But we've seen Colts try to pull on veteran quarterbacks, and it hasn't worked for him for the past since Andrew Luck. But we'll talk. Um, now with the head coaching hires, all five vacancies are officially done. They're wrapped up now. <sighs> What's your all thoughts here on these lists? Who wins? You know, Falcons – or sorry, Falcons. Cardinals get Jonathan Gannon, Eagles D.C. Frank Wright comes back home to Panthers. Sean Payton got hired to Denver. Demeco Ryans gets coming back to Texans. And then Shane from the Colts. Out of this list, if you had to rank these top five hires, how are you guys ranking this? Like, who won, who lost these head coaching hires? And are you like me who's still like, what about the enemy? Like he's proven himself over and over again. He's getting shafted for these jobs. What what's your all thoughts here? Sean Payton, number one. Yeah, yeah. I think he's miles, miles yeah. beyond the rest. Yeah, for sure. Um I like D'Amico Ryan, so it's it's a biased pick. I would say he's a comfortable three. Yeah. Like yeah, he does like, like, Texans are kind of in a spot where it's like you can only really get Better, <laughs> you can only go up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know that much about the rest of them. Yeah, um, Panthers, I mean, it's Gannon. Panthers should have kept their guy. Oh, I, I 100% agree. You know, go I think that's Frank why Wiley. I think that's why the Frank Reich one doesn't jump out. Is you're like, well, yeah, you already had your coach in Wilkes. And so, I don't hate Frank Reich, but uh, to me, I'm ranking him fifth right now. I just uh, he's tried and it's not, it hasn't really worked out for him. And I don't know. It's, it's so Tepper is so confusing. I know I've ranted about this whole, like have an identity and stick with it with the Panthers. And it's like, you have the players come out and say, Hey, we want to play for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he had a proven after CMC left and everyone's like, Oh, their season's done. He, he, they shocked some people. Why make this move? It's it's, it's a, a classic Panthers move. Classic, That's the only yeah. way I can describe it. It's like, oh, it doesn't make sense, or oh, there's low-hanging fruit. Let me try some fruit that has been thrown on the ground and kicked on a few times because it's different. Like, no, just keep feed there. Like, what are you doing? Stop. I've literally tried my entire life to like the Panthers. Like, not even like being a fan. <laughs> and, like, they, they're just – I just hate them, dude. Like, there's nothing – there's no redeeming quality to being oh, a fan man. of the Panthers. 
It's it's like the Godfather quote with the ops. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. But every time I think I'm in, they pull me out. Like the Wilkes thing, I was like, man, that's exciting. That's awesome. Like mm-hmm. it would be great for the state of North Carolina. Yeah. And the... <laughs> they botched that one. I just wonder if they're just like, you know what? These people want him. Fuck them. We're doing the opposite of what people want. We want to win games, not this organization. <laughs> not this year, baby. <laughs> you saw. You, you thought. You're still going to buy them tickets, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, uh, any other head coaching thoughts here? At, at, is there anybody who got passed up that we feel like, I mean, obviously I said be enemy, but it, it, anybody that comes to mind for you guys? I just wish Greg Roman would leave so that we could hire somebody new at OC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I think the anime is probably the biggest one. Okay. I kind of see, I don't know, I just, when I kept seeing the news about the enemy getting passed up, it just reminds me of like uh, McDaniels in Belichick. And it's like, how many years were they together? And I know, I know he had like a couple stamps. He had one spent in Denver, and then now he's with the Raiders, but like, I don't know. I think him and Andy may be a little more tied at the hip than we all kind of think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you could be right there. And Devin, did you not hear the news yesterday? You have a new OC, man. Todd Monkin, UGA's OC. Yeah, dude. Mm. No what? <laughs> you got air raid, baby. Mm. Like rip tater chip. Yeah. So I. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. If only you had a quarterback playing quarterback instead of running. No, I'm just kidding. Like oh, I, this, oh, this scares the hell oh out of me. Like, now you actually have a competent OC. That's like, let's let's use our quarterback. Let's let's. Well, let yeah. Him. Well, now we have an OC that'll let him actually throw. It, exactly. Check check down routes and all this other stuff. So yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. I bet Lamar was throwing a better hail mary at the end of the game than Uncle Rico back there. i think you're right i think you're right all right boys um let's move on let's talk about uh no before we talk about the super bowl we'll tease there let's talk about Derek Carr. one more week of Derek carr talk i'm tired of this guy uh yeah well he's officially released now we talked about you know what's what's possible moves where could he possibly go some names have come up with the colts i just don't see the colts turning back to a veteran quarterback I, I'm not surprised they released him because he wasn't going to be traded. He has no trade clause and that he was going to deny every trade. So he wanted to pick his own destination, which I respect the hell out of. Um, Arizona came up as a possible suitor for him. Um, what's your all thoughts here? Where's Derek Carr signing? We, you got to be, your head. This would be classic Carolina move. If we want to talk Panthers. Yeah. Is not to draft a quarterback, but – Take somewhat sloppy seconds and try to turn them around. That's a good point, Herfitz. Hmm. Maybe, I don't know if this is even feasible, but how do you guys feel about, like, um, the Texans? Like, so I- I'm kind of thinking, like, how the lines were where we got golf, but we, the rest, almost the rest of our team was super young. I mean, the Texans are very young. What if you brought in Derek Carr to like 
kind of teach the young guns, but I mean, not a lame duck, but kind of like a, like a golf situation. Like, you know, he's not the long-term solution. He's got enough experience for the young guys. What do you guys think about the Texans? Yeah or nay? I, I like it. Now they're not on his, on the list. That oh, came out. oh, I forgot. Well, it's ruthless. Yeah, what do you guys I, think? I, I don't know, like, because his top two, he's he's visited the Saints already, and then New York Jets to take the Milf Hunters job, um, and then they have Commanders and the Bucks in there as well. Um, what if I, what I, if I like the, the Texans? Though I think you have a good, I think it's a good point for the Texans. What are you gonna say? What what if he goes to the XFL? Um, <laughs> this is for the around. Vegas Vipers. <laughs> Doesn't have to move. <laughs> it's an economic move at that point. Right. I love it. Slate, any thoughts on Derek Carr here? Big car guy, I know. He's uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I really don't know. Yeah. Go Texans. Good job, Tim. Way to, way, to, way to spot that one out. Yeah. Not not even on the list, but I'll take it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, let's talk Super Bowl. Finally, it's here. We can talk about it. We'll talk everything you guys want about the Super Bowl. Um, halftime show. The world is your oyster. Let's just make the most of it. Chiefs, bring it home. 38-35. Amazing, incredible game up until the last minute. I enjoyed the halftime show. I like Rihanna. I like pregnant Rihanna out there singing just ballad after ballad. Forget how many bangers she had, right? Yeah, um, I've had I've had work on replay like all week. I think it was fourteen and thirteen minutes. Fourteen songs, thirteen minutes. Mm. What a goat! What a goat! Now I may have had that backwards. Not not as good as last year's halftime show. I will say that. I, I did like the old school Snoop and 50 and Eminem, but I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and any and all thoughts of Super Bowl, halftime show, actual game, whatever you guys got, let it rip. I wondered, someone asked me right after the game, they, they didn't really watch football, but they knew I was like really in the sports but they were you know, and and like the podcast. I'm sure they knew about Pub Sports Talk. Um, but they were like, "Where do you rank this on the scale of one to 10? And I I thought it was a great question. And I really considered it. I was like, I mean, like score wise, you, you think that you know, like a field goal deciding a game that puts it above certain Super Bowls, you would think. But I don't know. I think how anticlimactic the ending was just kind of brought it down a lot of notches. I also don't think like, was there a defining play? You know, like when you think of like Super Bowls that are in your top, like, you know, the helmet catch, yeah. the, the Santonio Holmes catch, you know, just like usually there's a play that stands out. Like even the, even the Broncos Panthers, you think of Cam Newton fumbling the mm -hmm. football and Von Miller. Like, I don't know that there's a play that really stands out other than the penalty. Like I, the, I think it robbed us of it because you got to think no penalty. Chiefs have a decision there. 
you kick it or you, or you push your luck, and then you give the ball back to Hertz with 50 seconds to go, and maybe there's your moment. maybe there's your helmet catch. Yeah, but so I really did. I gave it a I gave it a 6.1 out of 10. Mm. <laughs> and I and I thought that was like, you know, it's like based on how the game went and the score. The only thing is there there wasn't much defense, I, and I'm a, I'm a bias. I like defense. And it's like I think the best. I think the best. I think the best Super Bowl of time was the, the David Tyree catch Super Bowl. It was like four. What was the final score at fourteen ten or something? It's like I want a defensive struggle. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'll say six five. I mean, six point five, and uh, I think that's just because it, like, some Super Bowls you go in and like. People are done watching by the third quarter. It's just boring. Right. Snooze fest. I mean, at least at least it kept you in it till the very yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it has had redeemable qualities. Yeah, I'll say six point five. Yeah, I definitely thought um like today's game, it's I mean, it was really good. But set of four. You know, when I'm getting on this theory, I think I think we should get Fewer human refs start bringing in some of these chatbot AI, you know. And, and I got to thinking about it more. You know, AWS is always stat that, stat that. What if AWS, Amazon, starts starts a program with their AI on, you know, reducing these stupid calls that haven't been called the whole game? Why would you call it in the final two minutes? So, like, I don't know. Take, there needs to be less of the human element with the refereeing. Otherwise, every every year there's going to be the same conversation. It's not going to get better. Tell me a situation where people are going to start saying, oh, yeah, the officiating is great. There's so many games every week and there's so many weeks that people are going to point out, hey, terrible officiating. What is happening? And it's, it's only going to get worse until the NFL ditches the human. So ditch the human NFL. You know what's crazy though? I don't remember bitching about the officiating this bad this season, like in in recent memory. I I, I look back to last year and the year before, and maybe I'll have to listen to the old tapes on on Pub Sports Talk here. But I don't really remember me bitching about officials this bad. But like this, especially the playoffs, have just been it's been shitty officiating. It's been terrible. You know, like I, I I'm with you, Tim. I'm I'm with you. Let's get the AI robot in there. Let's let's let them let them officiate because they can't do any worse. I'm over it. I mean, the AI is going to be more consistent, right? Like yeah. that's 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 the problem with this. Is like, yeah, you can call that, I guess, if you want, but like, call it in the first quarter when it first happens to establish that you're, you know, you're not going to let the players do that versus when the game's on the line. Yeah, I think and if actually, you get some artificial intelligence in there, you know, a little more consistency, and you you take out the bias factor of like, you know, shriveling up, and hey, yeah, I don't know. Just no, thoughts. no, I like it because I thought the fish actually back back. I'm gonna backtrack my statement a little bit. Up until that point, I thought, hey, officiating's been good. They've let the boys play. Like, yeah, not a lot of flags, and then all of a sudden you call that. 
I've watched it. I don't know if it's technically a hold or not. I don't well, see. The problem is, I just I remember watching. I think there was a Packers playoff game like this a couple years ago. I can't remember if it was last. It might have been been against the Niners or it was Buccaneers. I can't remember. But it's this idea that in the playoffs, all right, we're going to let them play. We're not going to call anything. And I think it's a re- it's a recipe for this to happen. Is like you don't call anything in the game. And then it gets to a critical situation. And now the corner who's been able to do that all game, they're just kind of like, they're not going to resist on it. And then it's just obvious. And you're like, all right, we haven't been calling it all game, but now we have to, like, it just, it kind of puts you in a bind where I think like if early on you're like, oh, that's a hold and you're calling it, then it'll kind of naturally work itself out where it's like, okay, I, I can get a little handsy, exactly. but I, but I gotta, but I gotta back off. So that's the problem. It's like when people go, Oh, let them play. It's like, well, you, yeah, it's like you let them play, but you gotta call it in certain time. Like you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta know like where that line is. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't define that line at all in the no. early part of the game. So. And to- Devin, you're a defensive guy, and and I'm an offensive guy. I look at that. I I wouldn't even bitch on the sideline. That's a hold. Like I I didn't see anything about that. Like fuck. Like I got robbed there. My guy got robbed. He got held. To me, I don't think it was a hold at all on the defense. It was a hold. <laughs> it, it definitely was a hold. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a hold, but I mean, I don't think it's so. Mike. Yeah, Mike Pereira would kind of he kind of talked about it on the Rich Eisen show, and just I mean, obviously to get the official officials' perspective on it, you know, he's like, yeah, the, the officials are trained to hold it. So when in doubt, just hold it. You don't want to be quick on the gun with the flag, and that was kind of part of his defense was, yeah, that's why the flag came in late. You know, they're trained to, you know, get what they see, but then don't rush to it, and then until you know, you know, you're situated. I get that, but take out and that doesn't take out the fact that the ball sailed over their head. It wasn't a playable ball. So like just hold the flag. If if it was a contested throw, then you could you could definitely make the case, okay, like, you know, maybe the route was clearly affected by the hold and therefore the receiver had trouble catching the ball when it was in contention. The the ball had no room to be caught. And that's the problem is then the flag goes flying and you're like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, and and I, you know, we're all saying this and we're not on the field and we're not refs. That's the last job I think I'd want on this world. But Mm. I mean, don't throw the flag. If it happens in the first five steps of the route and then the ball is not even in contention, like you've been letting them do it all game. Just let it ride. I don't yeah, it. it's also just like when can they just pick flags up? And that's what I wonder, Tim, with your what is this the cyborg theory that you wanna you wanna have cyborg officials your Amazon? No, has? no. Cyborg implies <laughs> that Yeah, cyborg implies that there's half human. I want no human. I don't want any human dictating the rules of the okay, game. Okay, okay. He wants the high um, robot. How close are we to having robots on the field and then they go to the Mike Pereiras or the Gene Steratores who have, they're in like a TV room because our cameras catch everything. Yeah. So like, it's like, we do need someone to like throw the flag, but then like Gene Steratore, you have the final say, you got the screen in front of you, you'd be like, no, 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 pick that flag up. Like that's, 
that's not holding. Because I think part of it is like, and we've we've kind of evolved to it. it used to be you throw a flag penalty. They're not going to pick it up. They're not going to have a conversation. So like, I think they're starting to rely more on like we're going to go to New York on this, but it's still not. It's still far from perfect or far from ideal. Um, and what blows yeah. my mind, I think it goes back to Tim's point. I think it solidifies it that like when they have these guest officials on who like help with the commentating and stuff and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really see this, you know, being a catch or I don't really see this being a flag. Uh, so I, yeah, let's wait. The problem, is, and then they're like, problem is those guys are getting penalty. paid. Those guys are getting paid more than the refs. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're actually wiser than the refs. Like Gene Serator and Mike Pereira are like the, they're one of the, some of the best at what they do. So, yeah. So that's kind of frustrating is, is our best aren't even on the field and who can blame them, but just makes you think there's a, there's another way we can do this. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Tim. I'm making my horse to it. So like put it on the, the big shot clock or whatever. Gosh. I think, I think the issue is the, like if we go around and just basically hunt, for penalties, we're going to be in baseball situation where the game's going to take yeah. ten hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you, how do you train it to? <laughs> how do you train it to have any sort of? Like, oh well, he held his jersey. It was. Te- I mean, that's pretty cut and dry and pretty binary. Like, I mean, it's very yes and no if the jersey is getting old. We held. need some like advanced AI. Like, know the situation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I don't cyborgs. I don't That's why we need cyborgs, Tim. <laughs> no humans. Get the humans out. This is what you do. You basically give an AI literally NFL films. You just give them NFL films, and you define, okay, if the ball is going towards the hold, you call the hold. If the ball is going away from the hold, you don't call the hold. And then as soon as the ball goes, if it's in the direction of the hold, beep, 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 beep. All right, man. That's ten yards. Get him back. It just shuts down all the lights to red. It's just. What do we do for the offensive line? Yeah, that's what do you mean? You gotta have to have five AI robots sitting and looking at each <laughs> position. Yeah, each individual one, and there's gonna be a hold on every play. Oh, if not, no, no. That's that's why you have to define, and that's why it's like you know, if it's a run play and there's a hold on the right tight end, but it's running left. Don't worry. It, like, yeah, you acknowledge the hold, but that doesn't affect the play. So then just scrap it. Scrap that hold. Don't need it. Hey, you son of a, you know you're a center. We held every fucking play. Right. Right. You do hold, but but you have to have that one human that goes through and, and, and defines. So that so the center is going to be called for holding every play. Because, <laughs> because he's in the middle. Toward the direction of the road. Oh, my gosh. See, now you guys, you know, I'm not an IT guy. I'm just giving you ideas. Yeah. So, Amazon, if you're listening to this, you know, let me know so I can do some insider trading, get some more stock before you do artificial intelligence. Because this, it, we know, this is what the game needs. Get rid of the human. Oh, yeah. Get rid of them. Tired of them. Human state. Right, what are we so doing? The gonna... robots turn on us, and they take, try to take over the world. So yeah. then we turn to XFL. Yes, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's going to turn into robot football. 
I don't even want to watch humans play anymore. Yeah. Too many human errors out there. Yeah. I mean, oh, have you guys ever played Mutant Football League? You can literally mm-hmm. kill a rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mutant Football League. I'm going to look up it. Um, so, we figured out. We put Tim, Jeff Bezos, Devin Slate in a room, locked the door, and we have our solution eventually. See, here's the thing. I don't want Jeff. I want Elon. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. the Twitter king. We can do that. Mm. We can get that done. I was thinking. I was thinking more SpaceX. Maybe we can go to the moon. Dude, Play the ball. We go for miles with all our our robots and cyborgs. <laughs> robots versus cyborgs. Super Bowl sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, man. I, I got to give my flowers to to Coach Hollingsworth, who I teach with and coach with, and then uh, Jeff Neville from Franklin Times. They're both Chief fans. Oh. And, you know, I started saying this, and the more I say it, the more I started to believe it. So I'm on this bandwagon too. The Chiefs wrote a beautiful script that Roger Goodell approved, and I'm here for it. So. Yeah. Am I coming in clear? So, yeah. Am I coming in clear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. Thought I lost you guys for a second. No, no, I was saying I believe in the script of the NFL. That's all. I, I started uh, saying it as a joke, and now I firmly believe it. So. Well, you know, if you have an AI bot, then they can just tweet you the script, from the that script. way you know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> all right. Let's do pub parlay, guys. Let's make some money. For like three weeks in a row, we've got two out of the three. Now there's four of us. And there's always power in force here. There's always powers in force. Time to get two out of four. <laughs> so we're here for it. Yeah, Kane's got drugs. I'm sorry about that. Though. That was the one we missed, but that's okay. Yeah, was not expecting that. It was beaten. I wasn't either because it was a, they were up in the second period. And then third period yeah. happened and they got fucked. So there's four of us now. I feel good about this. We can go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever you guys want. Let's just make money. Let's go back to our winning weights. We have the return of the king, Devin Slade. <laughs> it rivals the return of D. Rose when he's coming back from his ACL injury. So this is this is awesome. <laughs> no, pre- no pressure. <laughs> um, I actually. Now I feel bad for uh, for maybe taking this, but I'm going to the Stadium Series game on Saturday. Uh, Canes are playing at Carter Finley, so yeah. I'm gonna go Canes. Just straight up money line. I love it. But you- Ovechkin's out too, so even better odds. Yeah, dealing with his father's death. Hate hate it for him. Love it for well, the Canes though. Shit, I didn't know that. Wow, Devin. Damn, damn. Are you going to the game, Slate? Yep, yep. I got, uh, I got a ticket. I'll be there. Like the SOB. All right, Kane's um, way line Saturday. I got. Oh, um, our, uh, is, is my bookie keen on XFL right now? Because XFL starts on um, Saturday, and you know I'm trying to put. They were last year XFL. or two years ago. 
three years ago, which I won. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, if you don't mind. And then I'll uh if not let's go. We'll talk to the boy Raphael. Right. What day are we doing? Saturday. Hey, yeah. We've got some XFL action here. Ooh. Uh can you can you when Evan's done, can you spit a few of the, the odds and I'll I'll pick one of those. I don't have the uh Oh man. This is tough. Evan, you gotta pick something. I mean your your draft of doom has been working. My basketball picks. I'm gonna follow my gut. I'm gonna take nine Baylor over five Kansas at Kansas. Wow. Upset on the road. Yeah, and not, wow. I don't know necessarily not necessarily an upset. I mean it's two teams in the top ten. So that's a tough it's a tough game to pick on because both teams are good, but my gut just tells me Baylor. All right. Uh, Tim, all right, so we got the Vegas Vipers taking on Arlington Renegades. Renegades, minus two favorite. Orlando Renegade. Guardians Renegade. against the Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks, minus one favorite. St. Louis Battlehawks taking on San Antonio. Brahmas. Brahmas. <laughs> uh, Battlehawks, minus two and a half. Seattle Sea Dragons taking yeah. on DC Defenders. DC Defenders, minus one and a half. Yeah, give me the Sea Dragons for sure. Just based off the name. Well, I like the Unis best. They got this like orange and like uh, nephi green on their like their secondary color. It's really, it really does remind you of like a like a Sea Dragon. So, I'm cool with it. I'm looking these up right now. All right, they're pretty fire. They're pretty lit. Yeah, I'll get behind that. I like it. Uh, I'm going to take UK basketball to beat Tennessee. It's in Rupp Arena, so it's a home game for the Wildcats. Give me University of Kentucky to beat Tennessee. That's a good old-fashioned rivalry upset pick Ooh. at home. Okay. I like it. Oh, Tim, how could yes, I be sir. so forgetful? Your cup, do you want me to send the package for you to pack it up for me? Did you win? That's right, baby. That's right. Pick what? the Chiefs and had the closest score, too. The cup's coming home. Sitting on the Is that three points? Is that what we did? Yeah. Wow. All right. I needed. You won it. Like, Congratulations, like, Parker. Thank you. I'll never let you forget this moment. So just let you know that. I uh, I actually lost it. I don't know where. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was in there. I just don't know what I did with it. <laughs> uh. And then I guess our next one's going to be basketball and, and hockey. And then Devin hopefully is back with us and he doesn't go missing again. And then he could get <laughs> crack at this thing. I guess so tired of putting your face on posters. <laughs> spring, spring training's coming up too. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're going to implement some new stuff. You want to talk about it real quick? Uh, got some time. Yeah, we definitely can. Um, so – Biggest thing that they are implementing is the timer on the pitch clock, and I don't remember the exact uh, on the pitcher. Um, I don't 26? remember the exact numbers. It's like if there's nobody on base, it's 15 seconds. If there's, uh, I think somebody on base, it's 30, and maybe a little bit more. If, like it's a bases loaded situation. 
but basically they tested it in the miners last year and it led to uh, basically more offense, which is what the, the MLB wanted. So basically a lot less strikeouts, more hits. Pitchers probably getting wore out a little bit faster. Game's obviously going to go a lot faster. So that was the biggest change. Um, I, I thought they'd already done it, but I read somewhere that uh, reemphasized that it, in extra innings, instead of nobody being on base, there will be a runner starting on second base. I thought that so too. it just just emphasizes uh, trying to get the game over a little bit quicker because sometimes those extra inning games can get a little lengthy. I think like yeah, last year they had quite a few of those in fifteen, sixteen. So yeah, um, for the most part, I, I think it's fine. I'm interested to see if there's any more pitching injuries with it. Obviously, mm. last year is the biggest. This is the only time they've really tested it, so it's not like a lim- really the only issue would be pitcher longevity, I think. Okay, but um, I don't know. Uh, I think I mean I think it's cool. Hopefully, it gets more people invested because I know it's not always fun to watch a defensive ball game or a baseball game. So, yeah, no, I I love it, and they also made the bases bigger, right? Did I read that right? I, I think so, um, and that's just – I think that's just a protection thing. Mm. Uh, more room for both uh, both players to be, be on the bag at the same, same time okay. and still either produce that out or get there a little bit quicker. Yeah. When are they um, – when are they going to make the ump uh, robot? Is that coming out? Um, so they're, they're actually tr- starting to do it. They're, I think they're giving uh, – this is another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, they're, I think they're doing like a challenge. So like uh, I think they tried it in one of the fall leagues or whatever. So basically, obviously the uh, strike zone is not – it's like kind of a three-dimensional thing. So they've got that already um, – drawn up per the player so it's like basically knees to uh knees to tit is basically the the strike zone um and the coach can throw a challenge flag so if there's something that's kind of iffy they'll go back to the the robot and they can either call the guy out or ball i'm not a super huge fan of it because (laughs) it's just awkward right now so like you've got a batter who it's potential, like, uh, let's just say it's a full count and the ump calls a ball. The the, uh, the coach can throw a challenge flag, and then it's all of a sudden, well, all right, never mind, you're out. So there's no, like, actual excitement. It's very delayed. The guy just, like, kind of yeah. walks back to the bench. Nobody's, like, super fired <laughs> up. It's very awkward. If I could find the clip, I'll send it to you. Yeah, but nice. it is kind of hilarious. Though. I'll set up. Love it. Yeah, we need more of that. More of it. <laughs> just, just put the robot back there. I don't even. Uh... See, I think I think it's, it would be so much easier for them to do it in baseball. It, I mean, I think baseball is probably one of the most egregious, like, because like they always talk about like pitchers and batters working the umps, and that's just to get more favorable calls. So. Yeah, I, I would be 100% okay if they did that. Yeah. Bounce are typically – they get on my nerves anyway. There's one in particular, but they can't let him go because the MLB has, like, one of the best uh, 
umpire uh, unions, so they don't like fire anybody. Damn. Or like the MLB can't say like this guy's doing a shitty job because the union does such a good job of protecting its employees. Maybe just get him like an office job. Like me make it sound <laughs> like a title, like a raise, and it's like, hey, just gonna sit your ass in that corner right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to find it. That's wild. All right, do we got a random question? Ooh, I thought of one earlier, and I was just, I think I was quoting some. Uh, give me one of your. One of your top five favorite movie quotes. Mm. Mm. Like tough. maybe one. Like, and I was thinking of it today because, like, every time, every now and then, I'll I'll hear a movie quote, and I'm just like always trying to throw it in somewhere. And maybe maybe people get it, maybe they don't. I'll kind of give you the example. <laughs> so I watched uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers not too long ago. And we were having a meeting about uh, some money stuff at work. And uh, someone said, like, oh, that'll cost thousands. And I gave them, like, the Christopher Lee, like, tens of thousands. (laughs) 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 Nobody got it. (laughs) So that that, that is one of my favorite movie quotes. Even if the wall is breaching, take a number beyond reckoning. Thousands to someone to keep. Tens of thousands. <laughs> one of the best. That's one of the best. That's good. I like one that always throws people off. It's if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Is, that one's a great one. Oh, what an old lady! Man. Gotta love her. Man, mine. I, I a random one recently. It's in. It's in. Uh, what is it? A few good men. Tom Cruise, oh. Kevin Bacon sees him at the bar. It's just a good insult. He goes, hey, you're a lousy fucking softball player, Jack. And it's just like <laughs> random as fuck. It's just like, what? It just, It's just Cruise being Cruise, but just you're a lousy fucking softball player. I think that's mine <laughs> right it. now. Oh, that's a good one. I just every like week or so, I just get boo miles in my head. What am I supposed to do without my D? I can't do that. <laughs> I, I, I practice and I practice. Who's supposed to go to the pros? <laughs> you from Midland, right? What, what, uh, one of the funny parts of that that always gets me tickled for some reason is like his, uh, is it his grandpa or his uncle? His uncle. His uncle was like, Doing like this, the most weird face. Like he's trying to. You know? yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are we looking at? It's all so right. It's so right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Bad moment. Good, good question, man. That was awesome. Oh shit, man! It felt good to get all four of us back. This the OG crew. This is what the world right. needed. Yeah, right, good, good to be back. Good to be Miss back. Miss you, Matt. Yeah, good to be R.I.P. Matt. R.I.P. Matt. No Matt on the R.I.P. poster. We'll pull one out, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. God, this just felt right. All right, hey, have a beautiful weekend. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe we'll go back to Wednesdays, boys. I don't mind it. Yeah. If it gets us Devin, I don't mind. I don't mind. All right. I think I'm clear for a little bit. So. Sweet. Sweet. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Have a wonderful You're time. You're a lousy fucking softball player, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We would we would be the bad boys of Little League. I'm telling you. Now. We would beat the taller out of the other team. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Has to be. Has I mean, my hair is getting wild. Man, I'm gonna get real theological. How long you going? We're all a little soft and misunderstood. I'm just letting it ride, Tim. I'll just be real honest. Right, Luke Combs. I, I was Let begging for Luke Combs not too long ago. We'll get I Luke Combs on here. Clips, I challenge I Luke. No I think I can actually beat him in shotgunning a beer. Uh, so <laughs> if he thinks he's got oh, the cojones to come on and try, <laughs> then by all means, Luke, bring it on. We get Luke Combs. That's the intro. That's <laughs> <laughs> hit my promo for me, James. I love it. <laughs> that dude sounds like a wild time. Dude, he was fucking She fun. got the best of me. <laughs> <laughs> she broke my 